Hello guys and welcome back to the podcast. Um it's just me here for now, but I don't know if Preston will be in the later segments, maybe so. So this is segment one, which basically holds the story of the day and also the ducks. So if you want to skip this segment, then you can. And then you can skip it to like the second segment, which is announcements. So you can skip that segment as well if you want. So yeah, because now we're broken down into three segments, so you can skip these parts. And the third segment is story time, so if you want, if you just want to listen to story time, that will be at minute, it will start around minute 15. So if you want to move, if you want to move on to minute 15, and just skip to minute 15, and you'll be on story time, segment three, which is the longest segment, which has all the stories. And that's when all these other segments will be over. So yeah, but I do recommend segment one at least because segment one has the story of the day which are short stories that can be pretty fun sometimes so definitely recommend them but if you don't want to do that that's fine so yeah just skip the minute 15 like i said around minute 15 and you'll be around segment three so yeah that's how it's more organized anyways yeah i've entered the pond so for the people who are listening to segment one i'm now at the pond with all the ducks and yeah so, I just want to get it right off the bat. Um, the first thing you guys need to know is, of course, story of the day. So, hmm, let's see. So, for the story of the day, there is this, there is this boy. He, he lived in the trees all the time. That was his main focus. He always was like, I'm going to live on trees. That's my main thing. I'm always going to live on trees. That's going to be my life. Like... Mainly, it was mainly just because he didn't have a family. Because his family, his fa- he was left from his family like at a very young age. His family didn't want him. And because it was a girl who had him at a young age, like 15, and didn't have like, couldn't handle having a child at that age. So she ha- sent, sent, her, sent him up for adoption. But then... After years of it, he didn't enjoy it. And he always wondered what life would be like on a tree. Just cut off from the whole world. Just living in the forest alone. And one day he escaped. He gathered all the stains and he ran off to a tree. So this boy now lives in trees and in the forest. He's like almost like a jungle book. But like it's not. So yeah. He, he sleeps in trees. And kids would always tell stories of this man, of this, like, uh, child who jumps from tree to tree, um, jumps from trees and runs on rooftops. And they hear, like, footsteps and jumps from different trees and on different rooftops. So, like, some kids would be like, have you heard of the tree, tree, uh, tree child? And they'll be like, yeah, or no. And then they would explain the story, the myth of how there was this boy who escaped a, a very a very terrible orphanage that terrorized the children at. And he ran off from it and lived in the forest. But the true thing is, this orphanage wasn't bad. He just wanted to live in the trees. But people would just assume that it was like some evil orphanage that would like gruesomely, was a very bad, I'm just going to say it that way. So yeah. So yeah, that's what people assumed, but it, it was uh, it was a completely fine orphanage. It was a normal orphanage. <coughs> he just escaped 
because he didn't enjoy it. He didn't be. He did not like socialization. He did not like being around other humans. He loved like seeing other like creatures and animals that like kind of they 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 were special and and extraordinary in his opinion because they're different compared to humans he sees every day. <clears throat> so he, what, that's the main reason why he left. He wanted to explore the world and be free or whatever. So, <clears throat> every few days, he would go from different trees and pick apples from the, from tree apples and then wash them in and some fresh water that's in the lake. No, from, a, from a stream and from like springs and stuff. He was able to rinse them and make them shiny and clean. <clears throat> and this kid was about 10 years old, maybe. He, he kind of lost track of how old he was, but when he left, he was about 10. And he's been here for like four to five years. So he's not, he has knowledge. So like he knows how to survive in the forest. He, he, learn, he learned survival and stuff like that from like a survival class and all that. <clears throat> so he didn't leave at a young age. He left around, he left around 10 years old. And he's been living in the forest and stuff for years now. So, <clears throat> he knows a lot of things about the forest and how things work and hunting and all of that. So, yeah, he starts fires all the time. He goes through all of that most of the time. And <clears throat> one day, <clears throat> he hears a car pull up. He hasn't been in human civilization in a long time. A car pulls up, a family comes out of the car, and they pull out their tent stuff, tent material and everything, and they were, and they were like, and he was like, I've never seen humans ever camp here or do anything here. That's so weird, why are, why are, why are families coming to this forest? <clears throat> so, he looks around and he's like, this is so weird. And he was like on it. He was really confused. He was very confused. He was like, ah, yeah. So he looked around and he was very uh, confused, like I said. And he came down and he was trying to be stealthy. So, but one branch that he was about to jump to was not stable. So it snapped and it made him fall to the ground. And the family looked and they saw this child and they were like, which looked more like a teenager by now. It was a pretty, like any, and he was growing, like he was, he hasn't shaved of course. So he's like, almost has like a full beard almost, but he's only like 15 or 16 years old. <clears throat> but obviously that's when you start growing things like that. So yeah, he has like a pretty good, like a um, pretty uh, like, scratchy beard. <clears throat> so, yeah, he looks at them in, in confusion, and he was about to run away, but then the family was like, was like, are you lost? Do you need, like, like, how old are you? And he was like, to play it safe, he said 18, which actually was pretty hard for them to even tell, because he had such long hair and a big beard because of growing it for so long. So they just thought, yeah, I guess he's 18. So they're like... <clears throat> So do you want to like stay with us for the night, or are you just like a free loner and you like living in the forest? And he was like, "I'm fine. I I live in the forest all the time. I I'm fine. I'm just gonna go back to my trees. I'm a hobo." That's basically what he said, basically. 
So the family just thought he was a very weird person. And he eventually left. And also another thing he tried to do was make his voice deeper. So then it, it would be even more believable. <coughs> Which he was surprisingly very good at that. But then they were like, please, you know what? You can come uh, have dinner with us today. So, <coughs> it's been such a long time since he's actually been able to, like, eat normally. So, he's kind of forgotten, almost, how to, like, eat normal food. Like, eat normally. <coughs> so, when they give him, like, a bowl of, like, some meat or something, it was, like, a bowl of, like... <coughs> it was some, like... Uh, it was... Uh, yeah, it was stew. So he was about to reach it with their hand with his hands, and he ate it normally. He could just reach it up and eat it, and it was steaming hot. But he didn't care. He could scoop it up and throw it in his mouth. <clears throat> and the family was by then almost like freaked out. They're like, "Are your hand? Your hands aren't burning?" And he was like, "Nope." And he kept on shoving food down his throat. And he was like, "I'm completely fine." And he keeps on eating more food until the whole bowl is empty. And he was like, "Thank you very much." I'm going to head back out to my trees. <clears throat> and then they're like, are you sure you're not? They're just trying to be worried about this person. He's like, do you have any family? Do you, like, have any way of transportation? Where do you live? And he's like, <clears throat> to make them not be suspicious, he said, oh, close to, by the city near here. And they're like, what city? And he was like, he couldn't remember any city. So he was like, but he did remember the capital city. So he said <clears throat> the capital of the state. But this isn't United States and this isn't Earth. This is a completely different planet, but it's like Earth. It's like a dimension of Earth <clears throat> with different states. So let's say it was like capital Huntington, I guess. And they're like, that is not even close to here. That's like very far from here, like at least two hours from here. There's no way you drove all the way here and live here. <clears throat> and you said you live nearby, in a city nearby, which that is not a city nearby. Which then that made them get exposed, which, which made this kid exposed, of course. <clears throat> so the family was like, so you, you're basically lying to us. Where do you live? <clears throat> and then that's when he had to say, He still said he still kept that he was 18. And he said, I live in the forest. <clears throat> okay, I'm homeless. That's basically what he just said. And they're like, you're homeless? Yes. And his speech actually wasn't that good. So they could kind of see how he could be homeless. <clears throat> or like on drugs or something. That's what they would think. Because his voice was kind of drowsy. <clears throat> because he hasn't talked to humans in a long time. He hasn't even had to communicate in the English like language in a long time he's only seen animals that obviously speak random like they don't speak english of course they don't speak really a language at all just natural instincts <clears throat> so of course this was concerning to the family and they're like okay <clears throat> what is going on and then eventually they looked even closer the father one day Looked at him even closer. And he was like, are you sure you're even 18? Like, you don't even look 18. <clears throat> and he was like, I'm 18. 
But then he just hit like a few major voice cracks. And obviously that would be like a sign of like not hitting puberty fully. You're still changing into a man. Or like, well, I guess 18 year olds could be doing going through that. <coughs> but they were just concerned. They're like, your voice is, is going more pitchy. And they're saying something messed up. And like, are you really 18? <coughs> and eventually he told them, I am not 18. I'm 16. So he did, actually he didn't know the age. So he was like, I don't know what age I am. I, haven't been, I don't know how long I've been living here. So I could be 18. But I really don't know. <coughs> All I know is I ran away from an orphanage. <coughs> when I was like 10 years old. And I've been living in a forest for like six years that's basically what the kids said so they were like for like a long time after that that's the only thing i remember <clears throat> and then they're like so you really don't know how old you are no but you ran away from an orphanage a long time ago yeah <clears throat> i live in the trees mostly The trees guide me almost. And eventually they were like, okay, how about we take you to our house? We can show you the world again. And he's like, I don't want to live. I don't want to go back to an orphanage. And they're like, no, no, no. You'll live with us and you'll be free. <clears throat> so he went to live with that family and he started to learn and grow again. And he was able to shave. And that became his new family and uh, siblings and all that. <clears throat> he grew into this family. And eventually he was like officially adopted. Never really knowing if he would ever find his biological family that ditched him. <coughs> so that is the end of the story. It was definitely more of a realistic story that technically could happen. There was nothing magical about that story. So yeah. Anyways. Yeah. <coughs> Let's go to our announcement section, segment two. So, first of all, this has to be speedy. We still haven't got a lot of downloads recently, so please share this thing with families and uh, family and friends. I don't really have a lot of announcements other than that. <clears throat> so please, yeah, share this with your family and friends. Thank you for like over 200. Um, yeah, thank you for over like 200 downloads. That's so awesome. But please download more content. Let me know what you guys like. I had an Instagram post recently at uh, Larry underscore Bean one. I had one on. That's my Instagram at Larry Bean underscore. No, at underscore at Larry underscore Bean one. Okay, that's where you're gonna find my. Um, my uh, type of like survey that you can say, oh, I want, you can un send in the comments like what you want to see in my podcast. So definitely check that out. So yeah, <clears throat> if you want to know, if I want to know what you guys want to listen to. So <laughs> let me know about that. Anyways, let's get to the next section. Hello guys, welcome back to Larry, the Lair. Um, yes, so uh, this is segment three. So, yeah. So, yeah, if you skip the two other ones, that's fine. 
Um, yeah, so welcome back. To, welcome to segment three. <clears throat> this is where we will get into our stories of this time. At this time. So, yeah. So, first of all, we have... Preston is not here. Doing something, I don't know. Ask him if we want to make a podcast episode. Didn't really want to, so... Yeah. Don't really know if he enjoys it anymore. So, he, I think he might have gotten bored of it. Don't know. <coughs> we might be losing our sidekick. Not fully sure. So... Sorry about that, guys. Hear me, guys? Like I said, might not have a Preston anymore. It might just be me for a while. Might be more like a special guest. I really don't know. Because, I mean, like, I love doing these podcast episodes. I probably will never get bored of it. It's very enjoyable. I'll at least be doing it for a few years, at least. Because I've already been doing it for, like... Over a month, so that's awesome. Um, I I have been enjoying it greatly. Sorry, I was trying to plug in my uh, charger cord. <coughs> Anyways, welcome back to segment three. Like I said, um, this is story time segment. So yeah, let's get into it. <coughs> so I'm just gonna come up with a random story, like always. Um. The Bear Forge. That's the name of this story. <clears throat> so the certain group of magicians, this was based a long time ago, like medieval times, were able figured out a way to forge bears. This was the first type of witchcraft ever created in this, in this universe. It was able to it was the ability to create these like bears that would fight against other armies. It was a, it was a way of War. They used it as, like, a weapon. Bears. So they're able to use this, like, forge. They basically... <coughs> they use human hair and other, like, things from humans, like bones, to create bears. They were the creators of bears. <coughs> or at least they thought they were. Really, it was someone else, but, you know, I'm not gonna get into that. So, yeah. They were the quote-unquote creators of these bears, at least in this universe. It was like a human creation that they made, they were able to make. Almost like a cyborg, like nowadays, but like different. By using human DNA, they're able to create a, like a bear. But this thing, this type of bear, these bears that they created, they were more smart. They weren't because they used human DNA. So they had as big as a brain as humans, but they couldn't talk English. They couldn't talk a language. They would stir roar and all these muffled noises. But inside, inside their heads, they were very smart individuals. Almost, they, they have enough, they were smarter than humans themselves. Because they also had DNA from other animals and other things like, other things like that. Which let them have a more bigger, wide perspective on the world. So these bears, this army used, let's call them the Red, uh, the Red Forge. That's, that's the name of this, uh... <clears throat> That's the name of this um, army. Because they're called the Red Forge because they literally used bears. And they used a forge to create these bears. <clears throat> so yeah, they basically used these boar- bears to fight in wars for them. And they dominated. They took control of many different capitals and 
cities and castles and all these different places. And they're able to slay dragons with these bears. They could send in hundreds of bears attacking one gigantic dragon. And that dragon would be taken down in seconds. Because <clears throat> these bears weren't only made up of bear human. They were also made out of snakes and other animals like that. So they had venom in their teeth. They had many different abilities. And all these bears, they were brown bears. Except one bear. There was one bear they created. That this one time, they're like, what if we used a human heart? So they took a human heart from a dead, from like a corpse. And they were able to put the human heart and mix it around with everything else. And forge a bear that had a human heart. So they had compassion and love. That's how this heart was used. So they had feelings. They weren't just coded to generate and slaughter other things that they on site. These things, they were, they had compassion, and they were able to be trained loyally. And there was just this one bear. So this bear, it was harder for it to get to work and slay animals. It didn't want to, necessarily. And eventually, <clears throat> its inner rage actually was taken out on the people training it. It didn't like the people that were trying to train the bear into fighting other armies. It, it didn't like that. Because it, it would always get, like... Uh, these bears would always be getting, like, um, whipped to get, like, doing certain things. They're like, come on. But this bear wasn't having it. It had compassion, but all in all, it had stronger feelings. So it could actually grow hate on something because it had a heart. So when it slashed back at it, it growled. And it jumped onto the uh, human and started slashing at the human until... Rest in peace. <clears throat> Basically, the Red Forge basically had many different capitals on control. And they had all of their bears locked up in cages at this point, except this one bear. So this bear was striking at many different captains and kings of the Red Forge. And, and eventually, there was just... No one could fight against this bear. Until there was one more... Uh, except the king of the Red Forge. Like, the whole, like... Like, the... <clears throat> Like the Grand Master of the Red Forge. <clears throat> and he had a big hammer. And he was very built. And he had very big armor plate and chest plate. And eventually this compassionate bear with the compassionate feelings. Jumped out, out of the castle. And there waiting in this big open field was the Grand Master. And he had his big hammer that was on the ground, kind of dragging. And the Grand Master was the last of the Red Forge. The last remaining human of the Red Forge. <clears throat> because this bear is taking out everyone else. And, he, and the Grand Master was getting ready to get a really big swing at the bear. He picked up his hammer and he was about to swing it down onto the bear. But the bear was able to roll and dodge the big slam. And the hammer slammed into the dirt. Which then it was hard to recover from a, a, such a hard hit. So it was trying, he, was, he would have to pull it all the way back up onto his shoulder. And then be able to throw it heavily over his shoulder against like the bear. But that, that's a long process. It's almost like reloading a musket. It takes that long. It takes a while to heave it over your shoulder again. And be able to throw it back forward. 
be able to throw it forward and try to strike at a bear. So he tried to pick it back up, but then the bear jumped onto the hammer. So then he was trying to pull it out of the ground, but the bear was on top of the hammer, kind of like shaking it. And then the bear was able to grab it with its bare teeth and throw the hammer. And it made it fall out of the Grandmaster's grass. And it sent the hammer flying into the ground. And it got, like, stuck. It got, like, almost, like, stabbed, impaled into the ground. So it, like, couldn't be pulled out. It was so hard into the ground that it could not be pulled out. <clears throat> and then the bear and the Grandmaster had one small knife. That was the last thing that he had. So he pulled out a small knife from his big armor. And he ran towards the bear. And he's at the, and he sliced at the bear rapidly. But the bear was able to roll and dodge. Until it was able to strike at the uh, cat, at the Grandmaster's helmet. And it sent the helmet right off its head. Right off the Grandmaster's head. And <clears throat> the Grandmaster got scared. And he actually started bolting. But the bear was too fast and caught up. And was able to slam him, and was able to push him from the back. Was able to throw his arm at the back of the Grandmaster. And it sent the Grandmaster face first into the dirt of the field. <coughs> and then the bear dragged the Grandmaster into the forest, never to be seen again. Years later, they always built construction in cities over... This big hammer that was in the ground still. Until one kid, he found the big hammer. And he was like, whoa. And it actually had a little bit of the blood, the bear's blood. And this bear's blood, the bear's... And eventually this one bear was able to breed with other animals. Which actually made this one type of bear... Like black bears and all these other bears that didn't... That weren't the same type of bears... From the Red Forge that they created. So years after this generation, the Red Forge was defeated, of course, and all these bears were let free. And they bre and all these bears breeded with all these other animals, which created the bears that we know now today, that are just like black bears and all these bears, <clears throat> and brown bears or whatever you call them, <coughs> grizzly bears. Yeah, that's what they're called. So gr black bears, grizzly bears. All those were breeded from the these venomous and these very messed up bears that are all that eventually all dissipated. But there's still dried blood of the bear on the hammer. And this kid found it, and this let's say his name is Jordan. <coughs> his dad works at a construction site. So when his dad wasn't looking, he sneaked past the gate of the construction site and found the hammer in the middle of this construction site. Cause they're about to build a building over this hammer. So in the in like the in the pile of rocks, he saw this glimmering, shiny, like handle peeking out of these rocks, and he was like, "What is that?" So he tried lifting these heavy rocks out of the way, and then it revealed the hammer, like I said, with the dried blood on it, and he was like, "Whoa!" <clears throat> and he scraped out the blood off because he's weird. He's a weird kid. Onto this like panel of glass. And he took it home, and he actually melted the blood. <clears throat> and he looked at it, and he actually was interested in animals. So he actually scanned the blood. He had, like, his parents got him many different types of things that were able to, like, test and, like, m like micro, 
scopes to be able to look at like different cells and things like that. That he was very much into biology, so he tested the blood because he wasn't sure what type of blood this was from, and he tested it, and he was like, "This is not. This is almost bear blood, but it's not bear blood. <clears throat> it's like blood of many different animals that was used to make these venomous bears, this compassionate heart bear." And eventually, <coughs> one day, he went to school, right? And the next day, his dog ate the blood. So the next day, he came back, and he checked this, like, this little, like, cup he held the blood in, and all the blood was empty, and the cup was laying there on the floor. And he saw his dog licking the top of his, uh, he saw the dog licking the top of its nose, and he was like, what is it doing? And he saw this little drip of blood dripping from the mouth, from the dog's mouth. And he was like, did that dog eat the the bear's blood that creates all these different animals? So then he was like, technically, he would die because it's not the right blood. And if it circulated to him, he would die. That's what he thought it was. Because that's how everything else, like if you're blood type, like let's say A or something. And you get blood type O, you're going to die because that's not the right. If you get that inserted in you, you're going to die because that's not the right blood. You have to have blood A, type A blood for anything. If you're type A, at least. <clears throat> so, yeah. So, he was, like, stressing out. He was like, oh, crap, my dog could die because this might be not the same type A. And I don't know what blood my dog has because I never really checked that. <clears throat> but then the next day, he noticed that the dog was completely fine. He was completely normal. Until one day... <clears throat> He saw the dog kind of like snarling and growling. <clears throat> and then he saw this squirrel that was laying there. And it was twitching. And he was like, what the? And then he noticed that the dog ate a squirrel. But there was like venom inside the squirrel. And he was like, because he, he picked it up and he expected it with his microscope. And he noticed that the dog, the, the squirrel that the dog like attacked had like venom inside of it. And he was like. My dog does not insert venom, so what is going on? And then he actually took a sample from the saliva of his dog, and he checked, and there was venom in it. And he was like, how does my dog all of a sudden have venom? Because this was the bear's blood that like, had venom in it, like, from snake venom. So he was like, <clears throat> what is going on, man? And eventually, his dog goes almost crazy. Like, he... Yells at his dog for eating a squirrel. Like I said, this this bear that got the blood on the hammer, like I said, was the bear that the grandmaster fought. Which therefore <coughs> would would which mean was the one that they used the heart for. <coughs> so it had over compassionate feelings, and also it had a more developed brain now. So from that one yell. He had compassionate hate for the kid, for, for Jared. So his dog was actually angry at Jared now. <clears throat> and it actually started almost trying to, like, bite Jared. And I was like, what the? And he ran downstairs, and he checked if his parents were home, but they weren't. And he was like, crap, I forgot. They both have work. So <clears throat> he actually went over to his friend's house. <clears throat> and he got ple people... To come, like, they got, uh, what do you call it? <clears throat> Pound man, I forgot what you call it. But they were able, they were trying to take the dog away. But the dog was actually able to rapidly attack 
the uh the people for, that work at the pound because. <clears throat> Because Jared called the pound because he was actually scared for his dog. And he was scared for his life. He was like, yeah, nah, nah. I'm not dealing with this anymore. Whatever the saying is, he has poison now in his mouth or something. And he bit the uh, the pound's hands. And they actually, like, fell over. Because this venom was very powerful. <coughs> and the dog was snarling and just looking around. And eventually the dog ran off into the forest. Never to be seen again. <laughs> Until one day, someone did find it and was able to take it to the pound. For it to be, uh, bye-bye. So, yeah. But, some people say that this blood can spread if you eat. This, this bear's blood, this venom, this fake bear, it's not real, of course. But, I'm just saying, from this universe, this bear's blood has been ingested by many different animals. So this, it's almost like rabies, almost like the creation of rabies. So this is how it all happened. Just from the Bear Forge. So yeah, this is the end of this whole episode. Hopefully you enjoyed it. <coughs> I did. So yeah, i see you in a bit. This is the end of the segment. So yeah, give it a five-star rating, guys. See you in a bit. Bye-bye.